0: And welcome back to the Spitting Nonsense Podcast. I'm here with my co-host.
1: Zach.
0: It's Zach! What's up, Zach? Zach? What up, Zach? Zach! What it? (laughs) And I'm I'm down. I'm
1: I'm just down in Brooklyn! Oh.
0: Why are you angry? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone from Brooklyn is angry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right about that.
1: Yeah. So, uh, how, how's your, how's the, how's the first week of school been? Oh, uh, do you, have you started school? No, not even, nope. That's, I not, don't that's start not till fair. I know, right? I have. To.
0: And I get off before you, I think. Like.
1: That's not, that's not fair either.
0: It's crazy. I start after you and stop before you.
1: Well, I have a spring break. I uh, I know it's in March, it's like mid-March and it's like a week long. I don't know if it's going to be in the same time <laughs> yours is going to be though.
0: Maybe it might overlap a day or two or something like that. And we can get some recording done in those days.
1: Good because that's the plan. Oh, but um, yeah, but how's uh, the, besides how's
0: the week, yeah, yeah. Besides that, like I just got my textbook. I only had to order one textbook this semester. Everything else is like uh, DDA, like the digital yeah. direct.
1: I'm going to try to find free textbooks because I don't want to buy textbooks right now. I don't even think I need textbooks, but it's, like, recommended reading. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel that.
1: Um, I only way- need it
0: for technical writing, and then, like, my 3D animation one is, like, included in the in the thing. and Which yeah. I'm taking 3D animation this semester, so I'm that's exciting. 2D,
1: I'm, I'm taking animation 2, which is basically 3D animation. We're using the... the uh, uh, program maya oh you're the, using maya yeah
0: better than uh, fucking so using sketchup
1: learn, yeah so i'm gonna learn how to use maya because that's what um, we have to
0: use is fucking sketchup which i don't even understand because yeah. i'm not building goddamn architecture <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck you <laughs> I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll figure it out I yeah dude two
0: my basement room is almost done
1: Yeah, I saw the picture. It looks cool.
0: Yeah, man. Like, I was down there grooving all day, building shelves, and, you know, I have have half of a uh, coffee table laying all over the ground, and I have to finish building that. It's one of those coffee tables with, like, the hidden compartment under it that, like, lifts up into your lap.
1: Oh, that's cool. By the way, I I just looked at what you sent me, like, ten minutes ago. What the hell? What? Oh, the thing... (laughs) I told you, bro. <laughs> I said incoming, and like,
0: I guess I you thought just thought you meant see it.
1: like on the computer or something. I didn't know you meant over the phone. No, over <laughs> the phone. Over the phone. Oh, yeah. man. It's, it, it's, really, it's really putting my mind to the test right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. That's why I said it. You're like, what? And I was just like, here, incoming. I'll send okay. it to you. Uh, yeah, but, I, but besides I, that, yeah. you know, like, Cookie's still got that fucking cough, and. That sucks. Yeah, she's. Getting old. Getting old,
1: yeah. Old, older, at least. She's already old, as is.
0: I'm getting older, too.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I have my screenwriting classes, which are cool, but it, it is a lot of work from what it looks like, which shouldn't be bad. And I got technical of them writing. It, it, Yeah, one of them at least, like, I have two classes that are internet-only classes, so they have due dates, but we don't meet at all, so you just do the work and then turn it in.
0: That's nice. All of my classes, well, actually, excuse me, three of my classes are remote, and then one is fully online.
1: That's cool. I have classes every other day, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then I'm off Tuesday and Thursdays. So I am actually glad about that because I am trying to at least do more work. On yeah, no, that's I, I was really telling
0: you that's my exact schedule. I I school Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and uh, work Tuesday, Thursday. But I'm free at course. nights. Uh, I think my my latest time. class ends at like six or something like that, which is a good enough cut off time on Wednesdays for us to record like we normally do. So.
1: Yeah, our latest class is at latest classes on each day are three o'clock so and then i'm good
0: yeah i'm not about early classes i'd rather shift my whole schedule than wake up before i wake up you know
1: well, <laughs> I, the only early class i have is uh my zoom class at nine o'clock on wednesdays only yeah so, see that's too yeah.
0: early i wouldn't be able to well, wake up for that
1: it's it's okay. It it's not too bad. I think, but um, yeah. yeah, I'm. If you can't notice, uh, the fans or audience listening. Um, I'm back at school, so we aren't together. So the audio is going to be probably not as great and crisp as it was before. You know
0: what? Um, like it actually sounds much better now that you did whatever the
1: hell that you did. I what hap- What I did is that my friend helped me change something about like our uh IP or some i it's not the IP uh because that's not what it is. I just can't remember what exactly what he told me to do, but it helped us uh change uh what I guess server or internet, I don't know, but it made our ser- our internet run run better. So yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah. But uh fun. do you want
0: to you want to get uh cracking on these news stories for the week?
1: Yeah, we don't have a lot of out there news, but we have a fair amount of news that you might enjoy, uh, nerdy or not. So, uh, <laughs> I think let's... all of it's pretty nerdy. All of it is pretty nerdy, but this first one's not. Yeah. Well, no, hold on. This okay. is nerdy. It, what are you? What are you talking about? Okay. Like it's scientific, okay. it, bro? It's sciency, sciency, which is nerdy. Yes. Okay. Just, just get into. It. <laughs> just, just, just fucking
0: talk to. You. Go on. But, um, Earth. Is spinning unusually fast and we could have to delete a second.
1: And we're gonna be thrown off of it.
0: <laughs> we're just gonna we're gonna fall off the edge, as the flat earthers would
1: say. The earth is gonna yeet us into space. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah,
0: um pretty much according to timeanddate.com, the earth spun faster uh than in twenty twenty In 2020, than in other time in the past 50 years, with the 28 shortest days since 1960. Um, In fact, the speed increases could change how we keep track of time. As reported in the Telegraph, uh, experts and astronomers warn that timekeepers may need to introduce a negative leap second in order to stay accurate. Leap seconds are used to accommodate differences between atomic time and less precise solar time. Have also been used previously to solve the issues. Uh, however, a leap second in 2012, <laughs> which was funny that it was 2012, <laughs> uh, a leap second in 2012 wreaked havoc across the internet, with Reddit, Yelp, Mozilla, and others reporting Y2Ks crashes due to the shift. Uh yes, that little amount of time, you know, can still be a very big deal. It's literally one second, but uh yeah, but still. Uh, like yeah, some one... experts have called for an end to leap seconds entirely, uh opening that they are a relic of a past age since much of the world relies on atomic time today. Yeah, eventually we're going to yeah. go off of star date. <laughs> yep. Yeah, just like in Star Pretty Trek. Pretty
1: much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh I mean, I don't know. Doesn't seem like it does much, but it. it like I mean, you said, like it varies. Like
0: Earth's rotational speed varies uh, due to the motion of tides, the atmosphere, the planet's core, other factors like people, snowfall on mountains, people. Yes, she, completely. Yeah, a lot like, of factors. It has a lot of factors into it, but, but 2020 was the fastest year. <laughs> it still
1: surprises us with its anomalies each day. Yeah, even though that 2020 is over, <laughs> it isn't that and it's, now we're into 2020. Wave I know one, so. it's
0: December 42nd oh. <laughs> <laughs> or 43rd, rather.
1: Well, it's it's the first. It's the first slash second wave. Well, no, wave. 2020 Don't was the it. pre-wave, and now we're in the first wave of the 2020 uh, decade. Because so that was the P were-
0: wave, and now we're on the S wave. Yes. <laughs> in terms of uh, earthquakes.
1: Yeah. So, uh, we're, we're going to see an, an increase in, uh, in catastrophic events happening. So we'll see, we'll see what comes up after the next few years, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but moving on from real life news into movie news. Yes, moving uh, on. I'm excited about this one. Deadpool I'm glad that they they Deadpool three has
0: been confirmed in the MCU to be R rated. Rated yes. R. Deadpool three and MCU backup.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's it's a good thing that this is happening because this the issue when. Uh, Fox got picked up by Disney was oh are they going to turn Deadpool like the like the the movie franchise into a PG-13 movie which if they did that of course they're going to make jokes and stuff about like the rating being changed what uh, breaking the wall maybe...
0: like in the movie is what you're saying Yeah wall breaking
1: <laughs> meta wor- meta world talking yeah. uh, fourth wall breaking stuff like that because that's a Deadpool trait um but I'm glad that Deadpool is rated ours it shows that uh Marvel isn't is, is willing to take the risk on rated r movies because they've been uh well superhero R rated r movies because they actually have been successful in the past yep um from deadpool and logan like those are two very prominent examples yep Um,
0: Uh, i mean kevin feige said to collider uh and he quote unquote it will be rated r and we are working on a script right now ryan's overseeing a script right now Yes, Yes. (laughs) Like So Ryan Ryan is there overseeing the script, like making sure that the shit's funny. You know what I mean? Like, because he's really good with his comedic timing. Yes, he is yeah um it will not be filming that he also said it will not be filming this year uh ryan is a very busy very successful actor we've got a number of things we've already announced that we now have to make but it's exciting for it to have begun again a very different type of character in the mcu and ryan is a force of nature which is just awesome to see him bring that character to life so
1: yeah well, I like the Deadpool movies. I like the first one, and I actually I do enjoy the second one. I, I wonder what they're going to do with the third one and what characters you're going to bring in. Because in the Deadpool universe, there's there's so many obscure Maybe they'll actually like
0: bring in, in X-Men? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll see about that. I don't know if they're going to bring in the X-Men yet. Uh, they might. The thing is, uh, in the comics, the Marvel comics, Spider-Man and Deadpool have a very, very, like... Friend, uh, neat, very very friendly. Relationship. Yeah, yeah. Deadpool thinks they're lovers, and Spider Man just thinks they're best friends. So, it, yeah, <laughs> it kind of works out. I know. And I, like, would, love I, I would love to see
0: Tom Holland and Ryan Reynolds together. <laughs> I would lose it. Oh my god, dude, that's such a That'd good be idea. Amazing. Like that would be amazing. so amazing.
1: Ryan Reynolds and Tom Holland playing as their characters together. That'd yeah. be amazing.
0: Um uh, Spidey yeah. and Mr. Pooh.
1: Yeah, but moving but uh still on Marvel we have uh news about Black Panther 2 Uh we did explain Black Panther two is not going to replace Chad with Bozeman as Black Panther. They're mm-hmm. going not to go the CGI route, they're going to respect him.
0: They're gonna um, go the comic book route and make his sister Yes.
1: That is yeah. that is the rumor going around, but I'm pretty sure that's exactly what I'm happen.
0: positive that's what's um, going to happen. Like if yeah. they said they're not going to use like CG to like put his face in there, then yeah, like that's like their only other option. You know what I mean? Like what they're just yeah. going to replace his actor and act like nothing happened? <laughs> like yeah. no, that's not that's uh, not going to happen because they like Marvel even tweeted out and said there will only be one Black Panther.
1: Yeah, there is only one. And it's Chadwick Boseman because he did such a fantastic job of it. Yeah. Yeah, but speaking of Black Panther 2, it's going to actually focus on the world of Wakanda. So in the first one, we really got a glimpse of Wakanda, but we never really delved into, like like the world of it or like the city or like the, the society or the characters or uh the civilians of wakanda and what they do and how they act and how it affects like the country of wakanda so black panther 2 will focus on the world of wakanda according to marvel studios head uh kevin feige the upcoming sequel to 2018's black panther is currently set to fil- start filming this summer ahead of the july 8th 2022 release uh the first film became the most successful MCU films garnering over 1.3 billion at the box office and the highest grossing film ever made by a black filmmaker. Um, yeah. so yeah,
0: that <laughs> sounds about um, right. That movie was monumentally yeah. groundbreaking. Like it was. you had a main African uh, he wasn't even American, just an African like person as a superhero. Well, Which is why had... it, why it pulled so hard in other countries. You know what yeah. I mean? Like Africa. Like that movie made a bunch of money in Africa.
1: Yeah. We've had movies where black well quote unquote superheroes were which uh one I can really think of is Blade, um that's like the most prominent one well yeah um, but they didn't
0: have the kind of budget it wasn't backed no, by marvel didn't. it wasn't uh, you know like it didn't have that marvel stamp on it so like not no. saying that the original blade with wesley snipes wasn't good you know what i mean because i totally it's enjoyed great. those I, movies I like i even enjoyed trinity i don't give a fuck what anybody has to say
1: <laughs> I, I thought it was an, i thought it was good but i didn't think it was as good as the other two
0: well no no i didn't say it was the best i was just saying it was definitely watchable yeah. Some people just like that, swear up and down that they could never fucking watch it. And I'm like Really? <laughs>
1: it, it wasn't too bad, but like like I said, it was it, it there has been black superheroes in the past. I'm also thinking of another one which was Sha- the Shaq movie where he played a superhero. Um <laughs> but, yeah. uh, this one is probably the most prominent because it really pushed like not I'm I, I'm making it sound bad. It it, it really I don't know how to word it right, but it re- it just kind of like really pushed the uh, genre and the idea of having uh, a superhero of a different color um, to like the forefront and stuff like that.
0: Right in a high budget film is what I'm saying. Exactly, like an high extremely budget high film. budget film. So yeah, yeah, they made but, their money back and then some. I wonder how much yes. they really spent on the original Black Panther. What do you think? I like a hundred, hundred and fifty? You know what? No, it's probably more. Like
1: it's probably 200, two hundred two two
0: fifty. Yeah. Two fifty yeah. mil, something like that.
1: Yeah. But I have more stuff. While director Ryan Cooler and the majority of the cast are slated to return for the sequel, the tragic passing of Chad Bozeman to stage four colon cancer back in August means that fans sadly won't get to see the, where the actor would have gone with the titular superhero, also known as King T'Challa. Kevin Feige recently confirmed, like I said, T'Challa will not re-ca- be recast in the MCU for the movies to honor Bozeman's legacy and they're not going to do the CGI stuff. Um, So, like... There, there, there's this thing uh, of a uh, quote or uh, interview from Feige talking about uh, the CGI and stuff like that, but we've already went over that. So it's just talking... This was basically about how the next movie is actually going to probably focus and probably be set in Wakanda mainly.
0: I looked it up. It's 200 mil. You were right. Yeah. Yeah. It has uh, made a 657% return.
1: Good. Three times what it what it what his budget was. So. Avengers
0: end games budget was 356 million and they made 2.798 billion back.
1: Yeah. So I expected that. I expected that. Yeah. biggest yeah. Marvel movie of all time. Endgame. literally no though,
0: doubt. literally though $356 million budget. Like I what don't, the fuck? Here,
1: here's the thing with end game. I don't think there's going to be ever another Marvel movie as big as Avengers end game. You don't think? No, really, because like that was like the main thing. That that storyline, that saga from starting of Iron Man back into the 1008 all the way up to Endgame. <laughs> that was the Avengers saga. That was like Avengers the start Age of, of Ultron spent
0: more than Endgame like on their it budget. Is? Yeah. So Avengers Endgame had 356 mil and Age of Ultron had 365 mil. <clears throat> right. Yeah, but uh, Endgame, you know, made that two point four billion, and uh, yeah, Age of Ultron yeah, yeah. only made one point four billion.
1: Yeah. So. But
0: they all of them still made an amazing return. You know what I mean? Like oh, no, nobody's complaining about that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah,
1: they're massive successful movies, and it's a massive successful franchise. And it's gonna go on for years and years.
0: So yeah.
1: um, They're all
0: spending like over two hundred now on each one. Yep pretty well yeah, no over 150 and well, we'll say 150 to be ha- safe like
1: they have the money and they have the budget so yeah um yeah but oh, moving God. on to more marvel <laughs> slash sony stuff oh, uh we got the budget got for green,
0: the budget for green lantern was 200 million dollars and they only made 219 million dollars
1: <laughs> oh no,
0: that's sad that's i know for speaking <laughs> of ryan reynolds no i'm playing i'm playing um, but what it, no, you,
1: but you said you said this is the Sony Marvel deal. Uh, where they make, uh, This is uh, by the people that make Venom, uh, the people that made the, Spider- the early Spider-Man movies before it got... Uh, it's another Sp- uh, Marvel-Sony deal uh, where this is about Morbius. Uh, Jared Le- Leto's Morbius. And if you don't know who Morbius is, he's basically a va- vampire anti-hero in the Marvel Universe. Um
0: yeah looks so, like jared leto
1: He <laughs> look like he would be a fucking vampire <laughs> anti-hero doesn't he you look at him uh-huh. i
0: don't like jared yeah. leto as a person i like his music and i like his acting but as a person he is shit same he, thing with adam levine he,
1: yeah they're both kind of dicks in person but their acting and music is pretty good um but jared leto's morbius movie has uh been delayed seven months um so, this is probably because of COVID-19. Sony delays the release date of Jared Lodo's solo Morbius movie by seven months. After the successful relaunch of Spider-Man as part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Sony restarted plans to create a shared universe of their own. The box office success of Venom in 2018 only bolstered these plans. Um, I know Venom wasn't a critically good movie. Like, critics didn't really like the movie, but I know fans really liked the movie. I actually enjoyed the movie. I thought it was cool. Um, um, I, I thought it was a
0: little bit disjointed. The character creation yeah. was nice. You know what I mean? Like, some of the some of the CG bothered me originally before they fixed it, because they did go back and fix it. Um, yeah. That was one of those movies that went back and got fixed. But, yeah, yeah well, overall, I were, give it, yeah, you know, no, t- a 6 yeah, out of were, 10. Like...
1: Yeah, they're it's working not on a second one. Yeah, wins. yeah. It it made a
0: return, so like they made a profit. Yeah. They're going to turn around and spend more money. So,
1: Yeah. Which they're going to try. Uh, hopefully they improve on it and make it better. Um, but one of the many projects they're working on is Morbius, which stars as Marvel's living vampire. The film wrapped production in 2019 ahead of the release that was planned for summer 2020. So this movie was actually planned to come out in summer 2020, but because of covid it basically uh got pushed back um so just a few months after launching the first morbius trailer sony had to readjust their plans because of coronavirus um sony announced today uh that morbius will no longer come out on march 19th 2021 the studio elected to delay the next installment of sony pictures universe of marvel characters by seven months morbius's new release date is october 8th 2021 so, this is actually going to be 15 months after the original release date.
0: Horrifying. <laughs> yeah. 2020 but really it, just fucked it up for everyone.
1: It it really, really did. And I, I hope that 2021 really isn't the year that fucks up more shit. But, um... I know morbius got the trailer dropped it got me excited because i i want to see this vampire character in the mcu i mean we already had the half vampire character kind of from blade early on and now they're remaking blade or rebooting blade pretty much um so it yeah so we'll (laughs) see uh about morbius in this i don't know how it's going to turn out i know it's going to be a dark film uh, because it definitely vampires. The shows Jared stuff. Leto, yeah, he wouldn't
0: cool. agree if it wasn't dark. <laughs> <laughs> Pretentious little oh, asshole. Man.
1: Yeah. Um. But it'd be cool. Uh, I. Hopefully, if Morbius actually becomes. Um, like an actual successful movie, they could push more because Morbius and Spider-Man have actually met each other um, in the comics and they fought each other. So it'd be cool to see them going hand in hand. Uh, same with Venom and Spider-Man. I know there's been talks about that ha- maybe happening in the future. That would be some great fanfic. You know what? Never mind. Never mind. Don't, <laughs> okay. don't okay. ask questions. Okay. Like, just... <laughs> All right. Moving well, we got... on. All right. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Let's, let's move on to the next. Um, in the last of Marvel news, we have some stuff about Marvel's X-Men reboot. Um, Marvel's X-Men reboot plans are still under discussion at Marvel Studios. Um, so, not too long ago, like I said, Disney picked up 20th Century Fox, which owned the X-Men franchise, um, and made the X-Men movies and stuff like that. They were good and not so good. So, um... Yeah, uh, according to MCU Mastermind Kevin Feige, talks of how to integrate the X-Men into the MCU are ongoing. The X-Men film series' original home was 20th Century Fox, which was purchased by uh, Disney and had produced 13 films and brought in over $6 billion in box office receipts. Um, Disney famously acquired in 2019 a 20th Century Fox, uh, swallowing the IP... Uh, now, Feige has told Screen Rant the status of Marvel's work in bringing the X-Men into the fold. Feige professed his love for the X-Men, saying that it was uh, that was his starting point for introducing them to the MCU. He goes on to say that while he can't say anything before the official announcement, he says that discussions have been long and are currently ongoing at the studio. So, yeah, I don't know where if they're going to be introduced. Stick to-
0: what was that? Fan four stick two. Oh
1: jeez, no, we can't <laughs> bring that up. Um, but they are making a, a reboot of the Fantastic Four, and we it'd be cool to see if that might tie in <coughs> in, in the X Men, or maybe Deadpool three might tie in and bring in the X. I don't know. It, it, it could be anything. We sh- we'll see though. X Men. Yeah. Uh, it's. It, I mean, I wonder who they're gonna cast as the new X Men, or they're gonna bring back. If they bring back Patrick Stewart, <laughs> P. Stew as, yeah, as uh, as Professor X, and How Ian old would McKellen he be, then? as Magneto. <laughs> what if What if Ian McKellen played as Magneto, but he had the tone and character of his character from Cat? Stop. Asparagus. <laughs> Stop it
0: right the fuck now. <laughs> Asparagus,
1: I hate oh, it. Man, yeah. If we, if you haven't listened to our uh, our trash talk episode on cats,
0: we haven't released oh, it. Man, it's it's a doozy. We haven't released it. Oh, we haven't released it. No, that oh, was set up for Saturday. It. Remember?
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I I I basically spoiler. <laughs> Uh, we have an episode coming out on Saturday of we'll a new segment. Uh, where, yeah, a new segment where we where we will record and watch bad movies and we will rate them on, on a purpose scale.
0: on a scale of one to ten dumpster fires.
1: Yeah, ten being the worst. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the first one we started with is 2019's Cats. Yep, so that's you're that's in the for first one. you're in
0: for a treat. You guys are in for some <laughs> epic
1: rants. Yeah, um, so let's move on from Marvel to DC. We only have one thing on the DC docket today, and it's about uh, the J- Justice League Snyder Cut, um, and Martian Manhunter actor confirms Justice League Snyder Cut appearance. Um, Henry Lennox, who it plays the character of Martian Manhunter in the Justice League, uh, will be part of the Zack Snyder's Justice League. And when the Justice League came out in... 2017, they did not actually have the uh, CGI uh, finished or uh, for the scene that had Martian Manhunter in it because Zack Snyder stepped off and Joss Whedon came on and he kind of scrapped a bunch league. of shit. yeah, Justice League, a uh, bad league, um, dark Justice League, but dark yeah. Justice. So, uh, basically, they're. They, Zack Snyder over, the, over this past like half, like six months, actually maybe like a year or so, has been uh, editing, uh, refilming, reshooting all this stuff for Justice League, uh, for a uh, four-hour-long Justice League uh, movie um, that will be released on HBO Max. Um, and it will be the vision that he had originally for the Justice League. So yeah, uh, it go this uh, article goes in deeper about, uh, how uh, we didn't change much of what Snyder originally had planned, and fans believe Snyder deserved the chance to see the project through. And then HBO Max picked it up and it'll be released in March. Snyder's Justice League will be drastically different from the version released in theaters years ago as it contains different storylines and characters. One such character will be Lennox, Martian Manhunter. In both Man of Steel and Batman v Superman Donna Justice, Lennox played General Calvin S- uh, Swanwick who uh, fans had theorized Swanwick was actually Justice League member Martian Manhunter, but it wasn't until Snyder unveiled an unused storyboard that it was confirmed. Up until now, Snyder was unable to bring Lennox Martian Manhunter to life, uh, hot on heels of Lennox, stating he filmed new scenes for Snyder Cut. The actor took to social media to confirm Martian Manhunter will have screen time in the Justice League. I am really excited for this because... Martian Manhunter is my favorite Justice League character. Right? So. Yeah. yeah uh, Harry I,
0: Lennox, if you guys aren't sure who he is, he plays Harold Cooper on the Blacklist currently. Yeah. Uh, and he played in The Matrix Reloaded and The Matrix Revolutions as Commander Locke. So, yeah. He's, yeah. He's been on a few he, he, I've Yeah, seen he's him got, him got a, a very popular their... face. Like, Yeah. I recognized yeah. his I've face as a... soon as I saw him.
1: Yeah. So I'm I'm excited because Martian Manhunter is such a weird and unique character of the Justice League. He's a person from Mars and he ha- he can shapeshift, turn himself invisible and fly. Um so yeah. And also he's green and his name is Johns Johns. So Yeah. I'm How about that?
0: Gonna have to go on some sort of uh deep dive about, you know
1: Manhunter. Know. Manhunter I mean, or... I mean, I- M&M. m and I am having a hard time over here. Can we move on to the next topic? Yeah. We can do that. Dexter. let move from Dexter,
0: bro. That's what's coming up next. We're moving off superheroes. We're gone. We're into movies, guys. We're into movies and TV shows. Dexter... Is coming back as you guys have known, and uh, we 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 covered it before, and I don't know why I've slipped into this accent, but uh, here we it's, are. It's natural, it just happens sometimes, it does, yeah, but yeah, um. Uh... In a matter of weeks, the Dexter revival will begin to roll cameras, and fans of the show will eventually see the show's titular character leave his logging ways in Oregon. A report, courtesy of TV Line, suggests that the serial killer will leave this life behind, at least the one that was established in the series' controversial finale, and return to the eastern seaboard. In fact, the revival will take place in the fictional town of Iron Lake, somewhere uh, in upstate New York. So he's not going back to Miami. You know, obviously. <laughs> but uh, the original series yeah. took place in Miami. And he served as a blood spatter pattern analyst for the Miami Metro Police Department.
1: And killed bad guys. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. The revival will also feature Clancy Brown in the role of the revival's antagonist, playing the mayor of Iron Lake.
1: Cool. So... so- yeah. The rebooted final season of Dexter.
0: Yes, yeah. uh, the 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 do over, the the mulligan, if you yeah, will. The do
1: over. Yeah, the, the the re-release. The, the re-release. The the the, uh,
0: the the. Yeah. This is the Zack Snyder cut of Dexter. <laughs> that's that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> yes, but uh, anyway, moving on. Something completely weird and out of the blue that I found. Um, Andy Samberg, Noah Hawley, and Ben Stiller are assembling for an Apple studio sci-fi project. It has no mm. name and it's a comedy drama. Uh, like, and it's, it, it's coming out comedy drama, sci-fi thing. So like, okay. Yeah. It doesn't really, have a name. I'm, it doesn't have a plot or synopsis. Uh, but, like, with all those names put together, like, it's it it's looking like a good thing. Like, eh, I didn't have much to cover on this, but just know that something is coming from Apple Studios.
1: Yeah, it's going to be on Apple's, uh, probably Apple TV or something like that. Um... But it is. I looked into this. It's actually going to be uh, based off an idea by the BoJack Horseman creator Raphael Bon Waksberg and Saria, who wrote Palm Springs, which I Palm Springs, which I recommend. It has Andy Samberg in it, and it is a weird movie about uh, time loops and shit. It's on HBO, not HBO Hulu. Uh, it really another in, science fiction comedy last drama summer. starring Samberg, which released on Hulu in summer twenty twenty. Uh,
0: Yeah, so so that's pretty
1: cool. I wonder, yeah, I wonder uh, what, so this might actually have, like, the same feel and tone of what Palm Springs uh, is with its, like, sci-fi, comedic uh, approach to the the film. Right. Um, So that's, it's got me excited. Plus, it has Ben Stiller and Andy Samberg in it, which I don't think they've ever done a movie together. So we'll see how that
0: goes. Yeah, yeah, that'll (laughs) be awesome, you know? Two comedy powerhouses under one uh, roof right there, so...
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: But yeah, moving on. Um From Hulu to Netflix. Yeah, from Hulu to Netflix. Netflix's Umbrella Academy Season 3 has added several new cast members. So, as you guys remember, when it last left off, they jumped to what they thought was back to their time. You know what I mean? And uh, they actually changed universes, and they're in a parallel universe, and they are also in the parallel universe. So, uh, I'm guessing that they are going to... uh, instead of having them in the outfits the entire time like change what they actually look like kind of in the way wonder woman did with chris pine's character like it looked like them like like somebody else to them but but to everybody else they look the same i at least that's my guess that's a guess completely about what they're kind of doing
1: along with that oh okay wait I remember. Okay, at the beginning of Umbrella Academy, they had the entire thing about how they had forty-seven different children around the world that had superpowers, but but only... this is a
0: parallel universe.
1: It is a it is a parallel universe, though, where there's the other people, but there could be slight changes where some of the kids survive. Right. Right. So,
0: so but, uh... we could have
1: extra children that have extra abilities. I don't know though. You might be right on what you said. I, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, uh, so here's a quick breakdown on each of their roles. Uh, Justin Cornwell from I Am The Night will play Marcus, a.k.a. Sparrow No. 1, who is described as charming, chiseled, and a colossus. Marcus is disciplined, rational, and in control. He oozes confidence and leadership without ever having to raise his voice. Uh, Brittany Oldford from Hunters will play Faye, a.k.a. Sparrow Number 3, who comes across as a misanthrope... Uh, who would rather be alone than even spend a second with you. Uh Jake Epstein from Designated Survivor will play Alfonso, aka uh, Sparrow number 4 who is armed with a uh, caustic and biting sense of humor. The only thing he likes better than verbally battering anyone foolish enough to get into his face is a good pizza and a six-pack of beer. Genesis Rodriguez is the next up to bat. Uh she's from Big Hero 6. Uh, and we'll play Sloan, a.k.a. Sparrow No. 5, a romantic and a dreamer who feels a higher cosmic calling, leaving her eager to see the world and experience life beyond her upbringing. And that brings us up to the end. Cassie David uh, from 86th will play Jamie, a.k.a. Sparrow Number 6, a loner hidden under a hoodie. She doesn't say much because she doesn't have to. Uh, now...
1: I noticed that they did not say sparrow number 2. We have only met, they have only mentioned 5 of the 6.
0: Yeah, yeah, like it's something different. Like it it's yes. a, it's a parallel universe, but like obviously something's going to be different. Clearly their faces are going to be different, you know what I mean? They're sparrows yeah. at the Sparrow Academy instead of the Umbrella Academy and, you know, I'm, I'm just saying if- like it's going to be different than the season finale because at the season finale they portrayed themselves in different outfits you understand what i'm saying but in no, order I to really have know. both of them on the screen like they're changing it up so their number two is gone versus uh what was it their number three like the umbrella academy's number three
1: yeah who, who I played wonder-
0: uh the asian kid whatever his name is ben uh, ben yeah yeah. Wasn't coming to my I wonder
1: life. if they're gonna have Pogo back. Uh,
0: possibly. <laughs> what if Pogo's evil?
1: Oh man, that's gonna be crazy. I know, it's gonna be fucking um, awesome. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, they'll these newcomers are gonna join the original cast and all that and they'll be in the upcoming season. So we're excited and we're probably gonna talk about it and do a spoilers about it when it comes out. Oh definitely. Big yeah. time. Yeah. So
0: Yeah, so Moving on to something outside of the realm of the normal, Uh, there's a movie coming out called Crazy Samurai, and it has the world's first and longest 77-minute one-take action film sequence. One take. 77 minutes long with swords and fucking fighting and, like, jumping off the shit and running up walls and fucking crazy shit, dude. Like...
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, director uh,
0: Yuji Shimomura from Death Trance, or Ari Born has crafted an epic achievement in action choreography around Sakaguchi, who plays Japan's most legendary swordsman, Miyamoto Musashi, from 1584 to 1645. Uh, A warrior undefeated in the last 60 undocumented duels as he takes on his most difficult battle. uh, What? What?
1: We should watch this when it comes out.
0: Yeah, no, I'm excited. Uh, the synopsis for Crazy Samurai 400 Versus 1. Uh, <clears> one <throat> That's the name of the movie, the full name. Yeah. Crazy Samurai, you know, colon, 400 versus 1. Versus one. Uh, when a master samurai arrives to duel the disgraced Yoshioka Dojo, he walks into an ambush... In a stunning one-take action film sequence, Miyamoto Mus- uh, Musashi, uh, played by Tak Sagaguchi, uh, fights for his life against 400 warriors, earning a place in history as the Crazy Samurai Musashi. Um, yes. uh, Crazy Samurai 400 versus One has a runtime of approximately 92 minutes, and it is not rated.
1: Okay, that's gonna really be cool. I mean, we both are. Uh, we both uh, uh, like have a guilty pleasure for Anna. Uh, Anna- Asian movies or well yeah Asian Japanese culture or, you know we'll, we'll just yeah. go with
0: Asian culture you know <clears yeah because <clears throat> i love like, all of it I mean, the food one, the movies oh, yeah. the the I mean, anime the, you know what i mean like
1: yeah one of the films i can think of that definitely stood out was train to busan when we watched it together
0: yeah that um, one was like a yeah. south korean film i think
1: yeah but still really really good
0: yeah no that was that one was yeah. really awesome i want to watch yeah, the so. the next one and the prequel
1: Yeah, so this is, like, in the same kind of realm... Like, not realm, but, like, um, style of just, like, intensity of Asian films where it's just crazy as shit, and it's so, like, action-packed and whatnot. Um, And with this thing, it's kind of like a biopic-slash-action film, from what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's going to be cool. Yeah!
0: um (laughs) moving on moving on um we're going from asia to new zealand this time (laughs) lord of the rings traveling the world the the show synopsis confirms it's set thousands of years before the movies (coughs) My my precious
1: my precious
0: we're gonna see gandalf
1: as a child
0: yeah uh, yeah. Amazon's upcoming Lord of the Rings series takes place thousands of years before the movie, according to the show's synopsis. The acclaimed Peter Jackson-helm trilogy, based on author J.R.R. Tolkien's epic fantasy novels, was a box office smash. Leading Jackson to direct three more movies based on the Tolkien's, on Tolkien's The Hobbit. Uh, which, all six of those movies are fan-fucking-tastic, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. The franchise has also spawned a multi-season TV series from Amazon that is currently in the works, and that's what we're here to talk about, guys. Uh, After production was shut down at the start of the coronavirus pandemic, filming on the Adventure Series is once again now underway in New Zealand, where Jackson's films were also shot. Uh, Since the show was first announced three years ago, there's been plenty of speculation regarding where and when the show will take place and which Lord of the Rings characters will be featured. It was reported back in 2019 that the series would take place long before the events of the Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, The new Middle Earth show will be set in the second age, 3,000 years before the films, which are set in the Third age uh the show reportedly has a 500 million dollar budget wow we do this is gonna look fucking awesome uh which would make this the most expensive tv series in history with a five season <laughs> with a five season commitment the series has already been renewed for a second season
1: oh no now
0: more details are emerging about the upcoming adventure series as a synopsis has been revealed so I hope that they did five seasons worth of writing instead of just coming that's out with one season worth of writing and then flying by the seat of their pants. You know what I mean? That's
1: what I hope too. So I mean, I know a lot of shows that like now are they, getting, probably, like, the they, they probably they they probably
0: did write a f- full five season arc. You know what I mean? Because like that yeah. has to bubble up. Like each season's probably- gonna have like their mini bubble. You know what I mean? But it, it'll have an mm-hmm. overarching bubble. Like that it's popped, like in the way that the armies fought each other at the end of the Hobbit, you know, the battle of the five armies, that's what it all led up to. Yeah. And, uh,
1: but I'm like shows nowadays get like the second season renewal, like before the first season comes out,
0: the Witcher got it renewed, uh, before it even came out. Yeah.
1: But now it's like
0: renewed for three seasons. I think Mm, they like just straight up greenlit another two seasons for it.
1: All right. Um, but yeah, um, I'm crazy. I'm ready to see what this is going to look like. I wonder if they're going to focus on like the elves or the dwarves or, uh, wizards, dragon. I don't know. Like, I know, dude. Is, it's gonna
0: five a... $500 million budget. We were just talking about budgets, dude. Like, Endgame had a $356 million budget. That's... And that was fucking Endgame, dude. Like, we'll see. <laughs> that movie was like three hours long. How? Okay. I want to know... Game of Thrones
1: total budget.
0: Oh, for that final season, <laughs> it doesn't matter because they fucked it up.
1: One for, well, actually 5 for, billion.
0: for six and seven for the whole series. For
1: the whole series,
0: okay. Well, that's seven seasons, and you know okay, you divide I, that out. I have, like each of the I actors have, was getting paid like fucking buku cash by the time season five rolled around, dude.
1: Season one was only one hundred seventy-one million. Season See, two that makes was sense. Forty million. Yeah. Season three was three 300- hundred. Three hundred seventy-eight million. That shouldn't four go was up 396 anymore. Three hundred ninety-six billion. That shouldn't go up season anymore. <laughs> season five was four hundred nineteen million. Jesus Christ. Season six was five hundred thirty-three million. I, I think three. Season six was the Battle of the Bastards. That's why it's so ex- fucking expensive. I might be wrong though. I, I it don't has, know, it's man. Been a lot. Like season yeah. six and season
0: but, seven shouldn't have even been like that.
1: Season 7 dips back down to 453 and then season 8 goes back up to 525. We don't talk about season 8.
0: Everything past season 6 was fucking god awful i well, was i was like i'm not gonna watch it i'm not gonna watch it and then i watched all of it up until the time where i had ended up watching the entire last season week by week and i was just like Fuck we this watched
1: shit. it and we watched the last season together and we both well we watched the last episode together we both decided that was a shit episode that was bad that was a bad ending
0: yeah dude we hated it <laughs> they, what did they what did they call what's his face in the wheelchair dude
1: uh, you know, i
0: know hard. i was geeking about it for like days
1: so john like Snow king is- no
0: legs or some shit like that it was so fucked up <laughs> it was no like like in a non-joking way i think they really did call him like king no legs or something like oh well oh, brand the broken oh my god yeah. that's what it was dude like i fucking lost it i was like why why like you could have named him brand the brave you know what i mean that even would have sounded better but brand the broken
1: So, the person who made the most money out of Game of Thrones, it was Jon Snow making $500 million from that show.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, but moving on from Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'm only bringing this back into- up because
0: I really wanted. I really want to see this. I don't have Apple, uh, but I might actually like get a subscription, uh, just to watch this show and then like trash the Apple subscription. But um, yeah. Cherry, we talked about it like at least a couple of weeks ago with Tom Holland, um they they released like a minute and a half like clip like and they actually extended like a um a longer like 2 minute clip as well but um uh Joe and Anthony Russo uh like the directors from the Marvel Cinematic Universe you know the Endgame okay. directors
1: Endgame directors Captain America Civil War direct Captain America the series directors like
0: yeah 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 Twenty One Bridges, you know, Spider
1: Man, blah 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 blah. Uh, they, they create, they yeah. So yeah, so go on about Cherry.
0: Yeah, uh, Cherry. You know, um, Tom Holland's gonna play a young man who joins the army and returns to, uh, from war with PTSD. He succumbs to heavy drug use and turns to bank robbery to fuel his opioid addiction. Um, the clip is presumably, uh, the clip that we're including, uh, is presumably from the start of the movie and shows Cherry signing up for the army to get over heartbreak and give himself a sense of purpose. So like, this is going to be a really gritty, really dark fucking performance by Tom Holland. And it's going to be fucking excellent. If you watch him in the devil all the time, like get ready for like another ramp up because this might be like according to uh, joe russo an oscar worthy performance he said i you? think he he said i think he's an ex- exceptional in the movie i think it's an oscar worthy performance out of him he is shredding himself physically and emotionally this is a movie that spans decades and he is playing a very complicated individual who is a drug addict and suffering p- from ptsd and as a bank robber in a, and in a failing relationship it's a very complicated role
1: It is, because we've seen, like, the different versions of his character that they showed off before they showed the teaser trailer.
0: Yeah, Um, yeah definitely yeah. like i like i think i just posted a about like the teaser trailer like like not not the trailer the teaser poster <laughs> i think that yeah. that that's what it was uh that i was talking about last but it gives like a little bit more insight so it's gonna hit theaters on february 26 and i really am going to go out of my way to go watch this uh and it, it and it will be available on apple tv plus from march 12th on yes. so
1: all right cool I mean, that that is cool. I mean, I'll watch it whenever I get the time. Uh, maybe go to theaters once again after, like, a year of not going to them. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, last time um, I went to the theaters, I went with Brian and my sister, and it, we were the only three in the theater, in the entire dang. theater, and we were all the way in the back row <laughs> for whatever fucking reason. Dang. Yeah. And uh, yeah. literally, what did we go see? Uh Got it. No, that was before. No. Yes, we went and okay. saw that, but no. Uh, the Heartbreak Gallery or something like that? Never heard of it. Uh,
1: it's okay, but.
0: I think it was called, oh, the Broken Hearts Gallery. Excuse me. Yeah, okay. that that came out uh, September 11th, 2020. I think I went and saw it like a week or two after that. Uh, that was the last okay. time that I went and saw it. It has Dacre Montgomery who played uh, uh, Billy in Stranger Things.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, and it had uh, uh, Geraldine. Uh, this one, not I. I don't even know how to say her fucking last name, but uh, she's less of a popular person. Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: But. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I'll watch Cherry when it comes out. Um, uh, we just got to put the good word out, out bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, moving on from in theater stuff to streaming services, Hulu has made an announcement about reducing price planning for college students. Yeah. So just in time. For the first semester of 2021, Hulu has announced is launching a discounted streaming deal for students, and this is a really fucking good deal. um As a part of a student friendly plan, Hulu is offering U.S. college students unlimited actions access to platform's ad supported plan for a reduced price of 2.99 a month. One eligible. 1.99 a month. Sorry. Two dollars, pretty much. Eligible students who are over the age of 18 can sign up right now for the deal, which gives access to Hulu's full streaming library of movies and television shows at a 65% discounted rate. Enrollment in the plan remains valid as long as the subscriber's student status remains verified um yeah so, so costs- pretty much you have yeah. to you have
0: to come from an accredited college i already looked this up because i this popped up on my facebook actually and i was just like oh shit but i i don't yeah. watch i don't watch stuff with ads <laughs> i refuse i pay extra i don't even care uh i just refuse to watch yeah. ads but if you're like down with ads and just want to only pay two dollars then hell yeah
1: yeah, if you're if you have tight money issues and you still want to have a streaming service, and this is pretty this is a pretty good deal, um, pretty good. This is a fucking
0: amazing deal for somebody who you know has no streaming services.
1: I know exactly. And so, it's just like, a poor and, college student. And Hulu student. has a Hulu has a decent amount of stuff. I wouldn't say they have fa- like amazing, fantastic shit, but they have a decent amount of stuff. I mean, they have some. Uh, blockbuster movies that actually came out not too long ago, but then they have their own stuff. And yeah, no, and no, no. And
0: I've and watched that. a bunch of cool stuff on Hulu. Yeah. Actually, on Hulu, I just watched a show uh, uh, with fucking Kate Mara. You know the girl who played the Invisible yeah, Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Kate teacher. Mara. Yeah, you told me. About yeah, that. Kate Mara and fucking Nick Robinson from Love Simon. Like literally, oh my god! Like that show was just raunchy as hell. I was just like, Jesus. Me and Brian watched Isn't- it in one sitting. Each episode's it's about only... a
1: teacher sex with their student, isn't it? Yeah,
0: each episode's only like twenty six to thirty minutes long, and uh, it's available on Hulu. And there's ten episodes in the first season. I don't know if they're going to make another season. I don't think that they are because at the end, like they cut to ten years down the line. Not going to give out any spoilers, you know what I mean? Uh... But they cut to like ten years <laughs> down the line in the last episode. and I was like, okay, I guess this is like a one off show, you know what I mean? But yeah. it was actually a pretty decent show, and I didn't dislike it.
1: Yeah, but uh, for the, t- the TV content that comes with uh, Hulu, uh, they have a list. I'm not uh, – uh, the bat- – keeping up with the Kardashians. I don't know why that's on here. The Bachelor, okay. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a good show. Uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Family Guy. They have the original shows like Penn. <laughs> Subscribe for $2 uh, just to
0: watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, all right? I like... know. <laughs> uh, all
1: 15 seasons. <laughs> yeah. Or 14 seasons. I think like that. Such a good show. Recommend it highly. Uh, little fires and Rami. Also, Rami is a really and they spelled it wrong on here, but that's also a really good show. Rami. Um, yeah, it's I, I think it's R-M-R-A-M-I, I'm pretty sure. Um, but I might be wrong. Like, I'm pretty, uh, maybe I'm wrong. I am wrong. Cool. All right. Uh, let's move on from Hulu. Yeah. Uh, to... Oh, if you guys
0: are interested and you're a college student, yeah. go to hulu.com/slash student. Yes, do that.
1: Yes, you should do that and see if you qualify, uh, which more than likely you will if you set it up right. Um, So, yeah. uh, Moving on to another streaming service, HBO Max. Our favorite. Uh Is uh, doing... um, Warner Bros. has started to do uh, crafting new talent deals to compensate for the HBO Max release plan. So not too long ago, HBO Max Warner Bros. decided to uh, release some uh, all 17 of their theatrically released movies for 2021 available for a one month exclusive window on HBO Max, yeah, starting yeah, with yeah. Wonder Woman 1984.
0: Yeah, um, uh, you know, the deals will be based on HBO Max uh, streaming fees, and as stated by Bloomberg, will guarantee payment regardless of box office sales and to increase the odds of performance based bonuses. So if the movie does better, you get more pay. It makes sense. It just makes sense. And so, uh, it does. No, continue.
1: Okay. Sorry. No, no, no. I uh, wasn't sure but, if you were going to continue or not. Like, yeah. Uh, great. I forgot. So, when, uh, this, this, uh, thing about HBO releasing these movies came to light, a lot of people were mad. Filmmakers, producers, actors, pr- uh, production Not studios, consumers. So a lot because
0: Con- consumers yeah, outweigh everybody by, you know, a million know. to one.
1: This was. This was a for the consumer uh, deal. This was a for-consumer uh, uh, decision that they made. They want to release movies because of the COVID and you can't go to the theaters because not all of them are open and that you have to, like, keep a certain amount of people uh, uh, in the theaters and out of the theaters and it's just an issue and all that stuff. But this is just to make it easier because of, like I said, COVID. You can watch them from home um, and the and comfort and all that stuff, so...
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, per the Bloomberg piece, uh, anyone entitled to a bonus will receive one uh, one at half the box office revenue that would normally be needed to trigger a payout. If you understand what I mean. So, like, they only yeah. have to make half of the amount that they would make in a box office to receive more money. Uh, and if more theaters close down, the threshold will fall further a stipulation called the COVID-19 multiplier. So, uh if Warner oh, Brothers is said yeah, if uh Warner Brothers is setting the standard, you know what I mean? This might like them releasing this detail might encourage other movie studios to release through streaming platforms. You know what I mean? Uh or actors and directors and filmmakers might request that the movie be released through there so that more people can watch it and they have a better chance of making more money. Yeah. So, that sounds like a win-win for both sides with this deal. Uh, Those who would normally participate in profits from box office receipts will continue to do so, as well as benefit from on-demand and online sales. Cast crew and profit participants will get paid out of from the fee that HBO Max will pay Warner Brothers for a particular movie, or the 31-day window. So, yeah, the movies stay hot for the 31 days, and then they go into the theaters.
1: Yeah.
0: Essentially. Which is...
1: Which is pretty, it's a pretty good deal. I mean, it gives people a month of access to the movie and watch it as many times as you want. Yeah, you have less than away. two
0: weeks left to watch Wonder Woman if you're going to watch it on HBO Max.
1: Yeah. It, um, it leaves
0: in 12 days.
1: Yeah, but uh, I know still some directors are not happy about the deal, such as Christopher Nolan being one, and uh, now M. Night Shyamalan not being a fan of the deal. So, l- l- ding dong. Yeah, but uh, we'll see as time goes on how uh, this will play out, so. Right. Yep. Well, Um, on
0: that note, I think we're going to take a break in order to further, you know, promote advertisement on this channel. We will see you right in a second, because that makes sense. Back back with gaming news. Back with gaming news. Goodbye. welcome back guys hola it's only been a second for you but it's also only been a second for us because we filmed back to back today <laughs> yes. yes yes yes, we did so uh, moving sliding right back into the gaming news um, Nintendo is collabing with Starlight to roll out hospital safe consoles across America um, you may have thought the Nintendo Switch was the ultimate portable console uh, but you ain't seen nothing yet a Nintendo Starlight Gaming Station, uh, which is not a new console per se, but a special version of the Switch designed for hospitals and healthcare centers. So essentially, they're they're making a gaming station on wheels. It includes the the gaming system and like a, um, a monitor, and they roll it in. It has 25 games preloaded onto it. Uh, the hospital received the console, which comes in four designs: uh, Mario, Princess Peach, Yoshi, and Donkey Kong. So, like, cancer ward kids, you know, they're finally going to have to have, like, games to play. You know what I mean? Uh, the 25 games preloaded onto to the gaming station includes uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Maker 2, uh, Super Mario Party, Pokemon, Let's Go Pikachu, uh, Super Mario Odyssey, Stardew Valley, Cuphead, and Minecraft. So, cool. that's a shit ton of just big titles right there, you know what I mean? That they have... Uh,
1: Oh yeah, and it's, it's a very it's a wide it's a pretty wide variety. Uh, as Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild is an open world game, uh, Mario Maker is like the level running video game, Mario Parties for the people who want to play together. Pikachu is uh grinding stardew valleys farming cupheads hard ne- uh hard mode and minecraft is like creative t- creativity yeah so, and uh, all of the yeah. stuff
0: is gonna it, it's like sanitizable so it's like waterproof yeah. you know what i mean like they can they can really like play with these games and not have to worry about germs and stuff like that being spread from one kid to the next on who depending on who's playing the game for how long of amount of time they can rent the game station or not rent it. You know what I mean? Mean, but like sign up to use it because there's more than four kids on a cancer ward you know what i mean there's yeah. only four styles that's coming in but
1: uh but yeah I'm looking at the, the, there's a picture that shows what the game station will look like it actually looks pretty nice
0: yeah yeah i was looking at the picture as well uh starlet themselves put out a uh put out a tweet and they said uh Better than anybody ever could you know gaming delivers ha- happiness to kids stuck in a hospital by providing entertainment and much-needed distraction from stressful situations it can even provide emotional support redu- reduce uh, or resulting in reduced anxiety and improved mood so
1: such with yes yeah, such with Nintendo's family-friendly games that definitely like, yeah that is that's
0: like a, a, a push. killer combo you know what I mean I know like I don't even think and- that they were really doing this for like game you know what I mean
1: Yeah, no, Nintendo has been been in hot water last year. They did a bunch of shitty and scummy things last year, and it looks like they're trying to pull themselves out of that that rut that they've been in. So, uh, it's a good thing to see that they're actually trying to make a change in at least the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do something
0: nice for once, you know? Yeah, (laughs) do
1: something nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking speaking doing, enough- yeah, yeah. Speaking of yeah,
0: speaking speaking of doing something nice, uh the fans of Ghost of Tsushima crowdfunded repairs to a real-life shrine, but they only they set the goal at 47,500 uh $500. And they got $260,000 worth of donations, which is that's absolutely amazing. incredible. That That is like the heart of gamers coming together. You understand what I mean? To really do something that's really right. And it and it makes my heart feel so good for being part of... Th- these are the things that make me proud of the gaming community. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, Ghost of Tsushima is known for its picturesque landscapes, but now the community is pitched... Uh, to make it, pitched in to make it more picturesque. Um, a shrine on the actual island of Tsushima was damaged during a recent typhoon. And, uh, a priest at the shrine, Yuichi Hiriyama, uh, noted the involvement of the game community in a thank you note on the crowdfunding page. The shrine plans to engrave the names of supporters on a stone monument. Um... we have had a great deal of support from the players of Ghost of Tsushima game set in Tsushima, and I feel that it is God's guidance. Hiriyama wrote, "I am very grateful for the support of so many people during a cramped life due to the coronavirus and the challenging economic situation." So they raised, they raised, you know, what four times their amount? <laughs> essentially, yeah. they raised four times than what they needed. You know that that can that's so beneficial because they can now fix other things that were damaged during the typhoon.
1: That is true. I like, because they crazy. only need
0: they only needed forty seven thousand five hundred dollars uh, to wow. repair the entire shrine. Now they can go and repair other shrines or build new ones. It, you know what I mean? It's
1: pretty crazy to think that like gamers, because when you really think like of people that would help out, like uh, try to reconstruct a, a shrine and stuff like that, you would think of environmentalists or or somebody in that field. Uh, you never really think of gamers really coming together to help out uh, people of, a, like, an, a landmark, uh, pretty much. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it's uh, pretty, pretty cool.
0: In-game things are like uh, rippling over into real life things, and I love it.
1: Yeah. I would like to see more of that yeah me too
0: like uh
1: well 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 hold on hold on i would like to see more of the good things from video games rippling in, N- not of not the cancerous
0: of the... things like <laughs> like
1: uh call of duty communities and uh an apocalypse <laughs> and demons uh yeah so yeah monsters coming out of another dimensions and tearing people apart yeah no yeah uh...
0: While we're still in Japan, though, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo uh, and Stray are releasing for the PS5 this October. Uh, Recently in the PlayStation Showcase when they released the console, um, like the official trailers for the console, um, they, they had just given outlines with trailers. Uh, for these games, you know what I mean? They just played like the two minute trailer for each one and they're all like coming soon to PlayStation five, but they have narrowed down, uh, the, the month essentially. So, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo and Stray are releasing for PS5. Ghostwire Tokyo is the next project from Tango Gameworks, the studio founded by Resident Evil creator Shinji Mikami. Uh, we've heard a little about, we've heard little about the game, uh, since last summer when Kenji Kimura spoke of how the title will take advantage of the PS5's DualSense controller and other hardware features. Cool. Um, It said you need to buy it directly because it's very difficult to explain both verbally and in text, but the dual sense haptics and adaptive triggers felt so good that it made us, uh, the developers say, whoa, because they allowed for us to feel and experience various actions and attacks like never before. I'm excited about these controllers, honestly. I haven't got my hands on a PS5, but I'm not just going to go buy a controller for no reason. You know what I mean? um yeah. stray meanwhile is about a stray cat living in a post-human uh cyber city little else has been revealed about the game so far but it's being developed by blue 12 studio and published by annapurna interactive
1: i saw like the teaser trailer for it, it looks cool i mean I've, for stray I've, i
0: think it's i think it's like a it it might be a multi like a multi-party like game you, you understand so? what i'm saying like a back and forth puzzle if you understand okay. what i'm saying i feel like it's cats helping each other out to get things
1: that's, I mean, that's cool. I would love, I would, I would love to play as a cat in a video game. I think it would be awesome. I
0: know. And if you aren't allowed to knock things off tables, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. But uh, more on video we're, games. Uh, next we're moving, Next story yeah, here. We're moving,
1: we're moving on from Tokyo to uh, Valhalla.
0: Yes. Assassin's Creed Valhalla is bringing back a fan requested feature, which is awesome. Um, uh, this
1: fan requested feature has got me excited, dude.
0: Yeah, I know. Me too. Uh, There's a bit to love about Ubisoft's new entry uh, and its Assassin's Creed franchise, Valhalla, but there's one feature in particular from Assassin's Creed Odyssey that many are lamenting the removal of that would uh, be the ability to equip a piece of gear for a boost in stats while also interchanging the visual style of it with any piece of armor you've already unlocked. The visual customization feature was a love feature in Odyssey, but thus far hasn't hasn't been implemented into Valhalla. The good news is though, uh that thanks to in exchange with Ubisoft support, we did recently get confirmation it is coming to the game. Yay! Yeah, so uh you'll you'll be able to equip stronger pieces of armor, but you can make them look the same.
1: Good. Good. Yeah, Thank so you, you aren't
0: so you aren't wearing odd pieces of armor together. Like I you-
1: that that's the that was one of the my favorite things about odyssey is that you would be able to equip armor that works together has the best stats and whatnot or armor sets total but you can make it look however the hell you wanted and it was it was amazing so and i was sad to see that valhalla didn't have that feature um, but i'm glad that it's actually coming to the game i haven't played Valhalla in a while because i picked up i got cyberpunk for christmas and i know the game is a buggy mess but i still play it and i've I been still reading definitely enjoy it. yeah
0: <laughs> i got i, I got, got hooked it. on the uh, the book
1: yeah yeah it's, uh, cyberpunk is an is an entire like series it's not just 77 the the game was started back in like the 19 or like late 1980s or 1990s i think with, uh... It's like a tabletop idea, yeah. Yeah, tabletop Cyberpunk 2020. So, I feel (laughs) like it's funny that the game, the first game, was set in 2020, and then Cyberpunk 2077 came out in 2020. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, while we're Um, here talking
0: about Cyberpunk 2077, uh, the developers may be in even more trouble, according to a new report. So, you guys have been hearing our news about, you know, uh... All these refunds and, like, all these stores not being happy with their policies. It hasn't been a good good time. It's been a real bad time for Cyberpunk, and they should have waited another six months. They really should have. Yeah. Like, they fucked it up for themselves. (laughs) And, like, they might even cost themselves money at this point. Uh, According to a new report from Polish Publication Benchmark, Poland's own Office of Competition and Consumer Protection, abbreviated UO... I'm just going to say UO Kick... like it's no, it's u o k i k, because maybe it's spelled differently in Poland.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, you might be right. I. Yeah.
0: Hmm, okay. A- just keep ab- it abbreviated u o k i k. So I'm just gonna say u o kick, to make this shorter. But. Um, yeah. U- it is now taking an interest in C- CD Project Red and is monitoring the situation with Cyberpunk 2077 quite a bit. As the entity name suggests, UOKIK uh, serves the general public in Poland to ensure that consumer interests are being looked after. While no action has been taken by the UOKIK just yet, they might do so in the future. For now, the Bureau is just making sure that CD Project Red follows through on the promises it, it has made in relation to the future of Cyberpunk 2077. In recent weeks, the student yeah studio said that it would be adding new updates to the game over the next two months to improve the console iterations of the game. If this doesn't happen as intended, though, UOKK will, uh, or could move to find CD Projekt Red. Uh, and it's important to note that no fines have been handed out just yet by the UOKIK, uh, and there's a chance that they never will. Uh, that that said, if the office deems that CD Projekt Red was unfair to consumers in some manner, and that the promised corrections aren't enough to satisfy customer complaints, it could fine the studio by a max of 10% of its annual income. So they just chop out 10% of their of their income, and they're just like, no, no, yeah, uh, yeah, that's a fair that, amount. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure that that money would go back to the consumers. Like know. so, the people who bought the oh. game and had a receipt, or like so, like you'd probably get like a credit in your account or something like that. You know what I mean? If you have the game, like you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the consumers would get the money back.
1: So yeah, but that is not the only news about C- of Cyberpunk that we have. I know they have been in hot water and they're under investigation, and that's just because of the management team pushing the 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 they spent okay in my opinion they spent a lot of money on advertisement and marketing then i feel like they spent they should have spent on the more game time on development and on the, buying
0: more and developers
1: stuff like to you know help yeah i know a drowning ship. and now they're trying to fix it and and i like the game in my opinion the game has in my opinion the game has a seven out of ten on my on rating. The reason why is because the story and the and the gameplay isn't is not bad, and I enjoy it, and I feel a real connection to the characters in the game, and it feels like they're actually alive. But the bugs really bring the rating down, uh, and so with that, Cyberpunk uh, CD Project Red apologizes for Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven again, but they're working on new updates, and they have officially a new update roadmap. Uh, which unfortunately pushes back DLC for fixes, uh, and so this might tie in with the last article. Uh, yeah, topic yeah, that we like had.
0: it. Like if they don't like start fixing the older consoles soon, instead of just like fucking patching fucking issues with like the normal consoles, not the out of date ones. You know what I mean? They're going to get yeah. fined ten percent of their income. It's it, oh yeah, no.
1: So this so. From this article, it's a CG project, co-founder Marcin I- Iwinski shared, uh, has shared a new video acknowledging that the studio under, underestimated the task of bringing Cyberpunk 2077 to previous-gen consoles and promising yeah, that... underestimated work is a on fucking the game.
0: understatement. Well, they,
1: it quote-unquote underestimated the task. Yeah. Literally, they underestimated the task. Um promising that work on the game will continue. The update also addresses questions about why console review codes were distributed later than PC and reveals a new DLC roadmap that, among other things, pushes the planned next-gen console update to hopefully sometime in the second half of 2021. So they're not working on the next-gen updates, they're working on the past-gen updates, which I'm actually, that's that's a good sign. The initial plan, Owenski explains in the video, was to make the game look epic on PCs, then adapt it to consoles afterward, despite the age of the PS4 and the Xbox one consoles the job quote-unquote did not look super difficult at first he says (laughs) yeah i know we knew the hardware gap yes but ultimately i think that time has proven that we've underestimated the task
0: yeah yeah so they went on record saying that they fucked up (laughs) they they
1: literally they're like i like that they're acknowledging that they fucked up bad
0: not a yeah, lot of yeah, studios like, do that. He, they literally just went on record, essentially, and said we underestimated the task, which means, in nicest language possible, that they fucked up.
1: They did, and if you really look into it, they pushed their developers to work hundred-hour weeks. They uh, they pushed marketing and advertisement on things that didn't really get implemented into the game at all, <laughs> or just cut content. What um, they, you you yeah. made it Like it's just. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It 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 really shows like I if management really took the time and looked into like what needs to be updated. Did this what last needs to be fixed, and oh they shouldn't have released it. For this next quote, gen this, la- this
0: last quote in this paragraph, like. As we got closer to launch, we saw significant improvements each and every day. We really believed we delivered the final uh, Day Zero update. (laughs) They really believed it. Yeah, they
1: believed so hard it didn't happen. (laughs) Now, this is not coming from developers. This is coming from the management team. I know the developers are under fire, but you can't really blame the developers. I'm not upset with the developers.
0: I'm upset with this fucking dumbass who pushed his fucking developers almost to the fucking brink of quitting. You know what I mean? I know. And uh, working 100-hour fucking weeks and just not getting... Paid enough for it, and then the game fucking flopping on them, which fucking bit them in the ass on both ends. The developers feel bad. The fucking management team, like they know know that they fucked up, and now the entire fucking world, the entire gaming community knows that they fucked up. CD Projekt yeah, Red another, just said, "I fucked up." Like it's an, it's another No Man's Sky situation. That movie so. that that movie that game's not going to be sale for the next two years.
1: Yeah. Um. The difference between PC and console reviews is stark. The PC version has an 86 out of 100 uh, ex- uh, 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 score on Metacritic compared to the 56 for PS4 uh, and X- 61 for Xbox One. Yeah, they dis- the they distributed that,
0: yeah. the review codes later uh, on fucking consoles than they did on PC to make their game look better.
1: Yes, they did. That's exactly uh, what this whole
0: that- fucking thing is just saying. Like, yeah. that's just so crazy and- to me.
1: It's, they really didn't, they really messed up, and I'm hoping that they really learn and they work to fix the game, and it does look like right it's even that they have, they have, fixable listed. at
0: this point, because in two years, the, the game's not going to be brand new anymore, there's going to be fucking walkthroughs I, for it, everybody's going to have fucking seen it, through their favorite fucking YouTuber, what's the point of playing the game?
1: Well, because they're also going to release the new the two new expansions that will come out, I don't know when. In 2022
0: be... or 2023, is what I'm saying.
1: I'm not, I don't think they're going to come out in 2023. More than likely, they're going to come out in 2022. And yeah, the but that's being still two, that like,
0: these... like almost two full fucking years from now. Like, that's just, that's, that's crazy to me. Like, normal games have fucking uh, DLC updates after six months, if that. Like, and now they have to, fix their, they have to Not- fix their old console stuff, and then they're going to go back and patch the new console stuff, and then they're going to work on the DLC. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, that's a fancy way of saying they put up a roadmap, quote unquote, like, and it's really just, oh, uh, yeah, we should have released the game a year from now uh, so that you could have your uh, DLC in six months like a normal fucking game.
1: Yes, but still, games do this all the time. Games do this all the time. They come out not complete, and you you're gonna people will have to understand that that's not probably never going to change. Games, there're gonna be games that are come out that are gonna be overhyped, that are not come this out incomplete.
0: Be... Like you understand what I'm saying? Destiny, like, was a full game. You know what I mean? Completely different game than it what it originally started at out as at this point, but it was a complete game when it released. It wasn't broken. You know what I mean? Yeah. People people could not play it. Yeah. The only so, people who can play um, this game like without any sort of crashes or glitches are people with high-end PCs.
1: So, I play it and I still have fun with it. Um oh, Cyberpunk 2077 roadmap has hot fixes that are going to be happening through 2021. 20, um, and then they're going to release the free DLCs and the next-gen updates in 2022 and what it looks like and multiple updates and improvements. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I'll get uh, this game a in, a, in a
0: year and a half when um, the game
1: is half price. <laughs> you should also... Uh, then they're also... Like I said, the game isn't bad story-wise. It's actually fantastic. I didn't story-wise, say the game was they... bad
0: story-wise. I'm saying the game is not functional. The game doesn't fucking work. Like,
1: <laughs> oh, it works, it works, it works. It just, it doesn't work
0: the best. Tell that to the can. PlayStation Store. What? T- I said, tell that to the PlayStation Store. They took it off. You can't fucking. Sony can't fucking... took it off
1: because they they decided, okay, this game is not working, so let's take it off so nobody else can buy it and so, have the issue. So, so the, that's what they. The do. main
0: part that you just said right there was not working. <laughs> the game isn't finished. The game isn't done. I'm mad at this game. Like it, it has been so overhyped like and then it turns out to be actual shite. They should have waited an actual I, an actual Nether year. Like I don't care how many fucking times that they push the game forward as long as they finish the fucking game. Like <laughs> how are you going to how are you going to send out a broken game? Like
1: that's I still just enjoy unbelievable. It. That's all I can say. If if you if you can still enjoy a game even with the issues with it, then that's fine. I mean, that's just my opinion on video games. If you can still have fun with it, even if it has bugs, issues, glitches, whatever, then that's fine. Have fun with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, that that's if the game is playable. You know what I mean?
1: It is playable to me. It's playable. That's what for I'm saying. for
0: you. It's playable. For you know millions of other people, it's not playable.
1: Depends. Depends on how their system runs it yeah but moving on to another game that has been has issues in the past is now doing better uh and not everybody likes to listen hear about it i don't care uh fallout 76 has a quote-unquote militia uh on facebook and has been banned for a second time a militia yes a militia sounds a lot like january
0: 6th in the capitol but continue <laughs> in
1: in 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 the game of Fallout 76 there's an actual uh, group called the Free States Militia um and this is just a group uh that like it's just about uh freedom of the states and all that stuff it's ba- it's basically we want our rights uh, just give it to us. That's the entire idea of the, of the group. Now, the Free States militia might be able to handle anything in the postal apocalyptic West Virginia wasteland can throw at them, but the Fallout 76 role players have once again taken a heavy blow from the greatest foe, Facebook. Uh, <clears throat> styling themselves after the in game Free States faction, the F. SM has been booted from the social media platform once before. The group was accidentally included in the purge of violent militia groups from Facebook last October, and on January 9th was banned once again. Uh, they haven't. The group hasn't heard anything from Facebook regarding the latest ban, though its members, except it's almost certainly linked between last week's violent storm in the U.S. Capitol.
0: Yeah, that's exactly um, what it is. Yeah. They they completely took anything off that is anti-government. So. Yeah. If, it's, much. if it's anti-government, it's getting deleted.
1: It it was it, in the it, and the thing is with this is that uh the person who ran ran this group uh literally went on and talked about it on their uh uh, Twitter, uh, Bobby, uh, the person, Bo- uh, Bobby stresses the group's content was 90% lore with events and photos filling out the rest. So pretty much what they released on Facebook wasn't anything about our actual government. It was about like stuff in game. Um, So it had, and it and pretty, pretty sure it was because the word militia was in it. It got zucked.
0: It was tar- bro, like that. That's yeah. about it. Like that should, that should yeah. be the title of a, a fallout 76 uh A freaking meme group
1: got zucked. Like that's yes, like... they did. They did. Uh, and it sucks. I mean, it to me, the seventy six community is actually one of the nicest communities I've ever been a part of. Um, and it really does show. Well, it like it's just sad to see like stuff of uh, the community being taken down or whatnot. Um, pretty sure they're probably gonna figure out a new place that they can uh make their group but um we'll see in the future so yeah uh just a small thing about 76 um but moving on to some big news uh some pretty big news from ea uh yes ea yes EA EA Electronic Arts, not our favorite studio because yeah. they're money grabbing. Uh but they're, they're microtransaction uh, they own... whores. Yes, but they own Star Wars, the games and stuff. Whores and uh Sorry. EA is still making Star Wars games with a numbers of projects ahead. So Lucasfilm Games, which when Disney bought Lucasfilms, they disbanded Lucasfilm Games and cancelled a shit ton of projects. Not too long ago, Lucasfilm's game brand has officially been resurrected and has become the official identity of all gaming titles under Lucasfilm, which left us with, left with some questions, not least among them being what it meant for Disney's exclusive Star Wars deals with EA. Um, that's not due to expire till 2023, but there was no overlooking the absence of any mention of EA in the announcement. The question of EA Star Wars situation was clarified somewhat today, ironically, in the news that Ubisoft is working on an open world Star Wars game. And that was also another thing that I put in the article. Uh Ubisoft is working on an open world Star Wars game. Interesting. Yeah. Or open uh, worlds uh, question mark? Op- or open-, open that that that's what I would like to see. If it's open worlds, that'd be even cooler. Like um, in a destiny way? Have, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Ubisoft is you know developing what I mean? an like, open-world Star Wars game. That'd be awesome. Yeah, wired to the scoop. Uh, a few details. The game is being worked on by Massive Entertainment, the develop- developer most recently of The Division and its sequel, and its creator-director is Julian uh, Garrity, the director of Division 2, and the crew. Development is early de- is in its early days, and the game will use Massive Snowdrop engine. Um... A lot of people say, like, there's a few speculations that this could be a big multiplayer game, but there's also speculation that this could just be a standalone. I know one open world, semi-open world game that came out that Star Wars would be Fallen Order, and I highly recommend it, because in that game, you do go back and forth between planets and stuff. But I wouldn't say it's open world. I would say it's more like dungeon crawling. There's, like, spots on each planet that you can uh, play around in but it's not like a big open world. Right. So, yeah, but we'll see about that. I don't know. I mean, like, that's not the only news, though. I uh, know. Of,
0: while we're here in Lucasfilms, you know, uh, yeah. Lucasfilms is combining with Bethesda, and they're creating an Indiana Jones game, dude. Like,
1: what the fuck? Are I know. You, like,
0: I'd, I'd, I literally looked at it, and I was like, oh, Microsoft is making Uncharted. <laughs> that's the first thing that i said i was like okay yeah sure why not you know like as long as it's a good game like i'm all for it you know what i mean so uh bethesda tweeted to say a new indiana jones jones game with an original story is in development from our studio at machine games and will be uh, executive produced by Todd Howard in collaboration with Lucasfilm Games. It'll be sometime oh, before we have more to reveal, uh, but we're excited to share today's news. Um,
1: oh, Todd.
0: Yeah. Oh, Todd, Todd Howard,
1: our God, Todd. No.
0: Yeah. Uh, but, a StarWars.com um, post explains that the teaser uh, that they included may hold some clues, but does explain that the game will be set at the height of the career of the famed adventurer.
1: That's so. cool. But by the by, the way, Machine Games made Wolfenstein The New Order and Wolfenstein The New Colossus. I know Wolfenstein The New Order what, uh, was semi-successful, but I know Wolfenstein The New Colossus was very successful. So I have at least uh, a, a fair amount of hope for this game. Yeah, um, uh,
0: aside from the com- company logos, the game will seemingly revolve in part around Vatican City with a plane ticket to Rome dated for October uh, 1937. Uh, as IGN's Jordan Ullman po- points out, a map including the Sistine Chapel uh, spread out on the desk. No release date, genre, or platforms have been given at time of writing. But one thing is clear: machine games will have plenty of ideas for how indie uh, can dispatch Nazis. Yeah. So yeah. there's going to be lots of Nazis. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. I, I mean, this is this is cool. I never played the Uncharted series because I grew up on Xbox, but I do know about the Uncharted series and how it plays, and I watched gameplay of it, and I really would love to play it at some point. Uncharted but, uh, is
0: literally Indiana Jones.
1: It, it, it pretty much is. Mixed in with Nathan, Assassin's Creed. Does Nathan Drake have a whip, though? I mean... Does he have a whip? I think he has a whip, yeah. Like the entire game? Not the entire
0: each one of the games you know what I mean like he's different ages in some of the games
1: yes but Indiana Jones signature thing is that he has his his whip that does everything for him Uh, Um, Nathan Drake doesn't
0: need a whip because he can climb mountains like a fucking assassin (laughs)
1: like Indiana Jones can jump out of a plane in a inflatable boat and land on land and survive no, exactly. So. That's
0: that's the same <laughs> luck that Nathan Drake has. He can he can swim away from an exploding pirate ship and live. You know what I mean? Do like, you
1: think Nathan Drake was based on Indiana Jones? Oh I guarantee you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like but the game uh, mechanics in that game are very similar to Assassin's Creed.
1: Yeah. So, uh, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. I don't know. It could be a a, a first-person Indiana Jones game. Um, Probably. Let's be see. honest here.
0: Like it's definitely going to be a first-person uh uh single-player game, story-driven. Yeah.
1: Definitely. But uh that's not the only thing. Uh, Indiana Jones is getting a new movie in 2022 apparently, uh which will include conclude the character's story.
0: Yeah. Um Harrison Ford yeah, in a wheelchair. So, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh god all right well i think, I think that wraps it up our- yeah yeah that was the last of our stuff like a lot of it was really hooked together there at the end with bethesda lucas films machine games you know what i mean it all yeah. just kind of smooshed together but all right yeah but- we have actually recently changed our uh our uh, upload schedule. So you're going to receive our uh, regular Wednesday podcast, but we have so much content for you guys that we're going to release on Saturdays too. And if it doesn't come on Saturday, then definitely Sunday.
1: And if we have extra stuff, then we will put it on Sunday as well. Yeah, so, yeah, like even yeah. more
0: extra stuff. Like, So we've got this new uh, se- segment coming up called uh, Trash Talk. If you guys haven't followed us on uh, Facebook, make sure that you follow us on Facebook at the Spitting Nonsense Podcast or on Discord at the Spitting Nonsense Podcast um, so that you guys can interact with us and uh, be able to see these updates before our weekly podcast, you know? Yep. Yeah. So Um, I just wanted to make sure that you guys knew about that, you know, and, uh, that you guys are inhaling all this good content, you know, uh Kirby style. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anything, any, any closing arguments or statements, uh, Zach,
1: I wouldn't say it's an argument, but it is a fact. Did you know chimps, if they get hungry enough, they will eat their own babies? Yes.
0: I actually did know that. It's horrifying. Did you know that uh, chimps, when mad enough, rip off other chimps' faces?
1: Yeah, I knew that, too. Did you know, like, uh, they throw shit as a sign of aggression
0: um yeah i've seen gorillas do that at the zoo it was quite terrifying
1: (laughs) (laughs) the amount of force behind the throw
0: yeah yeah there used to be an open enclosure at the st louis uh uh, zoo Uh, and you could throw it has nothing to do with monkeys it has to do with bears um okay yeah even worse so you could you could throw like this ball back and forth uh with a polar bear and, um, funny, funny story is that my mom is one of the people, uh, who got that, uh, enclosure closed up because, uh, a polar bear threw a ball at her head and knocked her out. What? Are you serious? I'm dead ass serious right now. Like, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some crazy shit has happened to my mom. And one of those things is being knocked out by a polar bear. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah right, so guess, uh today guess that's our today's today's
0: ending segment uh uh don't play ball with polar bears
1: yeah they'll knock you out they'll knock you out they'll knock, they'll knock you out cold
0: yeah cold yeah. <laughs> all Polar right. bears i'm so done with you all right yeah. all right yeah until right. next time uh talk to you guys saturday and then wednesday yeah. again yeah all right see you later see you guys